0: Hello, this is Dr. Patrick Porter, and welcome back to the next installment of the Brain Tap Business Journal Update. And this this week, we're actually going to be talking with one of my great close friends in the industry who's been with us actually since the beginning. We started doing his conferences, and we got involved with something called HRV, which he's now become an expert at because of so many of his practitioners and people he are, he's coaching have been working with. And I really thought, Wow, Bob, it's time for an update. I know we've done a couple of these in the past uh and who i'm talking about is dr bob hoffman so dr bob hey please say hello to everyone and for those that might not know who you are because they live under a rock please tell us a little bit about what you've accomplished over the years and uh i I mean really you are one of the premier people in educating chiropractors on what's the next wave in the chiropractic industry so please share a little bit
1: thank you patrick first of all it's always a pleasure and you are a dear dear friend first i I've been a chiropractor for 41 years. I, I had one of, if not the largest practice in the state of New York for a couple of decades. And I've now been coaching literally thousands of doctors of chiropractic and other wellness practitioners from around the world for over two decades. And uh, my results, I'd like to think, speak for themselves. My clients are doing amazing and they're flourishing and thriving. And as you sh- just shared, part of my responsibility is to always know what's changing. I believe the greatest challenge in healthcare and certainly the greatest challenge in wellness care and in chiropractic care is the failure to adapt. Part of our chiropractic philosophy tells us that when we adapt to external and internal stressors, we're in a state of ease. When we fail to adapt, we're in a state of dis-ease. and wellness isn't taking over the way it should with all the problems in the allopathic model because our professions are in a state of dis-ease. We haven't adapted. We're still asking case history questions from the 1950s and 60s. We're still running business models from the 1980s. We're still um, using educational platforms that have never been effective. We failed to adapt. My job as a guide, a coach, a mentor, is to teach my doctors, the doctors that I coach and I'm responsible for, is to teach them what's best in class today. And how I know what's best in class today is not only from my research and all my travel and speaking to 100 different practitioners every single week, but it's also getting feedback. Patrick, what I do every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is I speak to about 25 doctors each day, but I speak to them every single week. So if I tell them, why don't you try this? The next week they tell me, oh my God, Bob, that worked amazing. So you get to learn what's best in class. You get to hear what's best in class. And what's best in class today is recognizing that the gold standard in healthcare for 50 years in evaluating the autonomic nervous system is heart rate variability. Now, up until just a few years ago, it was so outrageously expensive, it was out of the consciousness and out of the domain of most practitioners. But it isn't anymore. And also, we have to recognize that all the medical experts agree that the cause of all disease physically and mentally is an imbalance between our sympathetic and our parasympathetic nervous systems. There's so much research right now on just, for example, the vagus nerve. It's, it is clearly the most significant nerve in the entire being. It connects our brain to our heart, to our gut microbiome, to our organs. You can't be healthy with low vagus tone. There's even medical research out there that tells us that the number one predictor of cancer survivability is the tone of your vagus nerve. So how do wellness practitioners, how do chiropractors, how do people that think like us, how do we even evaluate autonomic system function or dysfunction if we don't have heart rate variability? So you can understand why I am such a huge advocate of that one last point on your question. I am absolutely certain that if the doctor doesn't manage the patient's schedule of care based on how they are functioning or how they are dysfunctioning, the patient always defaults to manage their own schedule of care based on how they feel. And this is the number one reason for frustration, burnout, and a lack of growth in all of our practices. We have to hold the patient compliant. No matter how great of a doctor or a practitioner you might be, if the patient doesn't follow your recommendations, they're not gonna get better. And they always blame the same person, us. So our job, even though nobody ever told us it was our job, is to first evaluate the patient properly make the proper recommendations, maybe that's another conversation we can have, and then hold the patient compliant to follow those recommendations. When the patient does what they want, everyone loses. When the patients do what we recommend, everyone wins. I'm a big believer in everyone winning.
0: That's great. Well, I know that a few years back, probably been five to six years ago, when when I first saw this HRV in Mexico, and I brought it back to a Master Circle event, uh, which, we're very thankful. About 98% of the master circle doctors do brain taps. So now we're getting. You we have a wide number of people using the HRV. That's why we are our go-to expert as far as how it's happening in the field. Uh, and but one thing that separates, I think, the HRV we're talking about and just general HRV is that we actually have like a six-page report after it's done. But the two things that we found move the needle with heart rate variability better than anything else is chiropractic and brain tap but we find that those are two things that actually stimulate. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, maybe why that is and why chiropractors should be concerned? I think what you've shared so far is really important, but I mean, what have you seen out there in the field as far as what they can show the patient? Because what what is invisible to them, like you're saying, they default back to their own belief system. And if they're not in touch with their body, they might not even feel that anything happened, but now we can show them. So tell us a little bit about what you're seeing out there in the field.
1: So first, you know a picture tells a thousand words and there are a variety of reasons why i'm a big fan of heart rate variability and there are a variety of reasons why i'm a big fan of your unit first it's fairly priced second it's very easy to learn michael takes them through about an hour course online and they're already an expert on understanding and interpreting the results i coach them on how to utilize it in the office how often to do it, how to communicate their findings to their patients, how to hold the patient accountable with it, what the charge for it, et cetera. It's a winning combination. And I I love the reports. Now, your unit generates about a dozen reports. Never, ever, ever, ever show a dozen reports to a patient. You wanna show three, maybe four reports. And you wanna pick out the reports that are the most impressive, the most understandable. So for example, the feedback I get, again going back to best in class, is doctors almost universally show biological versus chronological age. It's shocking to someone, as an example, who's 47 years old, that they're showing up as a 56 year old. It basically means that constant chronic low levels of physical, chemical, and emotional stress are burning up that person's body and brain faster than the calendar says it should. This is shocking. What's even more shocking is if you go back in 60 or 90 days and you redo the test, and that 47 year old who at entry looked like the 56 year old now looks like a 38 year old, you're their fountain of youth and they never want to leave. So, very powerful test. Another powerful test is looking at their energy index it measures energy from zero to hundred with a hundred being ideal you know we in chiropractic have talked about the power that made the body heals the body but not if the power is turned off you know if someone's registering 27 percent energy their body is working at such an inefficient level that it can't even self-correct and self-heal efficiently so that's another very powerful thing the third test that most of my doctors are using is the balance between the sympathetic parasympathetic um, these these two branches of the autonomic nervous system must be imbalanced as you know and I know well over 90% of the people are in sympathetic dominance they're spilling cortisol they're marinating in cortisol their whole system is completely out of whack and when they're trapped in survival sympathetic dominance is survival their parasympathetic nervous system, their healing nervous system can't be working, which is why they're not healing. All healing is a parasympathetic activity. So even if you just proactively say to the patient, there's two branches of your your nervous system, your survival nervous system, I wouldn't even use the word sympathetic, and your healing nervous system instead of using the word parasympathetic. Confusing terms all healing is a parasympathetic activity look how your other part of your nervous system is so dominant here and then if they're going to use a fourth test they try to really customize it to the individual patient if it's someone who's been struggling with their weight they might show them their metabolism is not working if it's someone going through hormonal imbalances they might show them that etc etc but brain tap always improves within 20 minutes their heart rate variability scores always it's a beautiful thing because it allows people to relax getting them out of sympathetic dominance it allows the re-engagement of parasympathetic it helps strengthen vagal tone it always works chiropractic is an interesting thing because chiropractic should always work, but it depends on how you practice chiropractic. Since the only parts of the anatomy that stimulate or re-engage parasympathetic healing activity is the cranium, atlas axis, and the sacrum, if you're doing full spine diversified work, lumbar rolls, double cervical breaks, they may be extraordinarily helpful but you're stimulating sympathetic activity to a system that's already overstimulated, and if you do a post-test rather quickly, it's not gonna look better. But if you did just, for example, SOT, or um, upper cervical specific, or some cranial work, you'll see a dramatic improvement rather quickly. So you have to just know some of those nuances, which is what I teach my doctors.
0: So let's go back a little bit because you mentioned a, a lot there and I'm not sure if everybody got everything you were talking about there, which is good. Um, let's start from the beginning. We need to, These doctors need to be out there showing them what's happening so they can manage care and you're finding that they're using four to five screens depending upon the person, maybe less depending upon where they're at. They're, you're teaching them what chiropractic adjustment to use. They're hopefully fin- finishing that session with a brain tap session but then when you're, you know, one thing that our doctors or people asking us all the time at shows about the HRV is what do you charge for? What are you seeing your doctors out there? Are they rolling it into care? Are they charging for it? Tell us a little bit about the wide range and in the, in the, how this can be actually an income generator or how they're using it for referral sources. Just give us a wide range of how this is being used outside of what it's designed for really. It's designed to actually show the doctor where the patient is and where they're going. But we, we're using it in a lot of different ways for today's practice. No
1: doubt. And it it, it does in fact have a wide range of responses on how doctors are using it. Um, most are rolling it into their first visit, but they might have raised the fee of their first visit to in, in, encapsulate it. Um, when they do post-tests, um, I have doctors who are charging as little as about $40 and as much as 100, with probably 50 to 60 being the most common. But again, there's no rule or regulation about that. Uh, A lot of doctors are doing it during screenings. It's a fabulous screening tool because as you know, the test only takes four or five minutes. Person doesn't have to get undressed. A CA could be actually administering the test. The doctor goes over the findings. Great way to get people to come in for care. Um, One of the things that I teach doctors is when you go over this with a new patient, and the new patients HRV is not well, not normal, in Mm -hmm. sympathetic dominance. After you've gotten that patient to commit to care, which is far, far easier with a heart rate variability study sitting there on the desk, I always ask this magical question. I'm curious, if we ran this exact same test on your family, what do you think we're gonna find? Now, I'll tell you again, based on feedback, what I hear all the time. 80% of the time people's initial response is I don't know. And the doctor then jumps in and says, but I do, which is why I've asked the question. You live together, you probably have similar habits, you eat similar food, the stress level is probably very similar, and unfortunately the odds are if I ran this test on the rest of your family, we're gonna find results similar to yours, which is not good. Let's not guess. Why don't you bring them in at the end of the week and let me do a complimentary evaluation on them. If there's nothing wrong, let's all have that peace of mind and we'll check again in a year. But if there is something wrong, let me figure out what exactly needs to be done to get them well, like I'm going to get you well. And 20% of the time, which I find the most interesting is patient after patient throws their family under the bus. Oh my God, if you did this on my husband or my daughter, they'd be 10 times worse than me. Mm -hmm. You're Probably right, Mrs. Jones, but let's not guess. Let's do a complimentary evaluation on Friday, morning or afternoon, best. If there's nothing wrong, let's celebrate, have that peace of mind. If there is something wrong, let's put together a plan. I have doctors report back to me all the time that if they ask that question to 10 new patients, they easily get 10 new referrals. Not one on one. Some people don't
0: refer. Some people refer in two or three, but they get 10 out of 10. That's great. And also, it's, it makes it easy, as you're saying, to have a conversation about it. A lot of doctors find it awkward just to say, hey, how about referring somebody to me? Yeah. That seems like a really good strategy that hopefully everyone wrote down or goes back and listens to that part of it, because I think that's key. Um, I mean, we used to call it the one on one infinity referral system. If you can give them, if you can provide enough people, you know, 25% of the people are going to refer three or more. So, but you got to ask, they don't, if you don't ask for something, they're not going to, you know, the old old saying, if you don't ASK, you don't GET. So, you know, you got to do that. So now going back, so we've got them in the program, they're using it, they're they're enjoying it. Uh, Have you got any feedback? I know we have a nice report that we generate afterwards and they can send home to them or the doctor actually uses that to give their report in the office if the ca or or the assistant brings it to them but what are you finding as far as um ongoing through through the system uh while they're going through the program i know in in our system with uh, solantis when we had it here we never cut somebody loose or put them on any maintenance program to their nervous system was at about 80 percent functioning uh, have you seen any of that kind of strategies? Do you have strategies around using it to manage care? Well,
1: I'm a big believer that we're all subjected to ongoing stress and ongoing stress needs ongoing care to neutralize that stress. So it's it's not that I'm looking for 80% before I cut them loose or discharge them. I'm not a big believer in discharging patients. Mm-hmm. I wanna monitor and manage them for the rest of their life. No different than the internist with a diabetic and blood sugar, or a, a cardiologist with someone with high blood pressure, I, uh, they don't discharge patients. They monitor and manage them for the rest of their life. I teach my doctors as well. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that most doctors are doing HRV on most patients once a month and on really hurting patients every six visits. And it's a way to monitor and manage them throughout the program. And again, there are gonna be fluctuations. We have to tell the, per- the patient that upfront, but I wanna see what the overall trends are. I wanna know if there are fluctuations, why there are, and what we need to do to, to course correct so that I can always help my patient get the best results. You know, Patrick, earlier I talked about results. This is another critical piece of this puzzle. Results aren't just having the patient feel better. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's the initial critical step. That's the first step on the ladder to healing. And it's unfortunately what most patients think the doctor's role and responsibility is, help me feel better. But I'm always training my doctors when I'm coaching them to educate their patients to help them feel better and function better. Because what I've discovered is if I can help you feel better and not help you function better, you're not going to feel better for very long. So Mm -hmm. the functionality is the underlying cause of the problem. And we as a profession or professions have struggled with getting that message across all these years. Well, with heart rate variability and with understanding the language of persuasion, the science of persuasion, and some of the other things that I teach my clients, this is a very easy and totally winnable game. So if results isn't just feeling better, The question I need to ask other doctors and other providers is, how are you measuring your progress? And again, this is why I'm such a big fan. We can measure it with blood work or x-ray or orthopedic and neurologic tests and a wide variety of things, but quite frankly, none of that is really measuring the system that controls everything else, the autonomic nervous system so to me uh, nothing is more important to me there are other important things but nothing is more important to me than measuring the autonomic nervous system with hrv
0: that's great well i know that in in our clinic we always had one of our uh we call them front desk administrators and they would do they would administer the test then one of their one of our counselors would go over you know what's going on with that test how are you seeing it being used and you mentioned already that michael spends the first training of course is an hour but it could be more than that if you need it but how have you found just implementation using it in the clinic uh, within the staff and the doctors that are using it
1: well you know I, once they complete with Michael sometimes even before Michael because his schedule is so crazy at times I go over the practical implement implementation of it the things that we're talking about and much more um, but I got to tell you Between understanding the scientific part, the interpretation part, and understanding how to utilize it and how to communicate it, my doctors that do HRV in their practice, and more and more do, uh, they're crushing it. They're growing by leaps and bounds. They're generating more new patients than ever before. Their retention and compliance is better than it's ever been. Their visit volume is growing. They're making more money. Uh, as a result, but more important than all of that, they're getting better clinical results. And that gives them a sense of joy and fulfillment that many of them were feeling burnt out because they weren't seeing as consistently, especially when we take our focus off of just feeling better as the result to knowing that they're feeling better, but now they're also functioning better. Uh, Doctors' confidence levels are (laughs) soaring. Their satisfaction is going through the roof they're happier than they've ever been and it doesn't matter I mean I have doctors that have been in practice they join our coaching company when they've been in practice 34 years or 27 years or some young kids out of school that have been in practice 16 months it doesn't matter where they are in the continuum of practice their satisfaction and joy and fulfillment rates are going through the roof because they're seeing better results than ever before, getting getting better compliance than ever before, and as a result of that, making more money than ever before.
0: That's great. Well, I know you you in the master's circle have probably been the the biggest promoters of the H R V that we've had. I mean, most of your doctors are getting involved on some level. Uh, but what is the, and you're talking to them before they come to us, so tell me, what is the biggest question you're getting out there that we might be able to answer today for somebody out there that doesn't understand the real value, or how, what do they come to you with questions say, hey Bob, I'm thinking about this HRV, what's their question, what's their questions?
1: Well, their the question is, most of them don't even know what HRV is, a lot of them think it's a brand new technology that's out, not that it's been around 50 years or it's the gold standard. Um, A lot of them that have looked into it, they've looked into other HRV units, and they're all good. But some are much better than good. Uh, Some show you a dot in a black bullseye. Uh, That's helpful, it's better than nothing, but it doesn't really tell the patient a whole lot. Some are very, very complicated. Some of the tests take way too long. It's just not practical. So a lot of them have false experiences with your hrv because they're thinking all hrvs are the same and they're not they're just not and they they don't know if they're going to know how to interpret it michael handles that every single time they don't know how to implement that i handle that with them every single time and then they flourish with it so it's really not been a problem at all Uh, my doctors using it by and large are just loving it. It's become an integral part of their practice, an integral part of their intake procedure, creating a baseline. Um, They know how to proactively talk about it even before they run the very first test. They know how to explain the test results, and they know how to use that information to monitor and manage their patient far more effectively.
0: When you think back over what you've shared with us already today, What do you think is something that you haven't shared or something you want to reinforce to the listener out there that's thinking or considering using HRV in their clinics? If if
1: I can create a summation of our conversation today, the people watching this or listening to this, they've got to come to the realization that helping people feel better is just the first step on the ladder to healing. It's not healing. Healing is an autonomic function. It is a parasympathetic function and that we live in a world of constant chronic low levels of physical, chemical, emotional, and electromagnetic stress. We're all bombarded by it. No one is immune. And as a result, well over nine out of every 10 people we meet, including us, including the people listening and watching this, are in sympathetic dominance. That puts all of these people in sympathetic dominance on a fast track, moving in the direction of sickness and disease, because stress that isn't neutralized always leads to damage, degeneration and disease, always. It shows up in different things. You know, in somebody it might be high blood pressure and someone else it might be eczema and the next person it might be migraines, someone else it might be insomnia, the next person it might be irritable bowel or low back pain. They're all symptoms of the same problem and we need to recognize that. So our job as healers is to help people feel better and to help them function better. We need to monitor and manage their stress level and their care and their autonomic nervous system for the rest of their life. And heart rate variability is the perfect tool, your heart rate variability, because it only takes four or five minutes. There's an easy protocol of just putting these simple clamps on the left and right wrist, and it immediately starts to record your next 200 or 300 heartbeats is the way to go, in my opinion. It is an absolute asset that should be in every
0: doctor's practice. Thank you, and and for those out there listening, if you contact BrainTap at uh, 302-721-6677, we can send you the research packet that goes along with the with the HRV, but also, I want you to spend a little bit of time just telling our listeners, because this is going out to everyone as well as the, the BrainTap doctors that are out there, uh, you have a coaching program that we've implemented with you because we found that our doctors that are working with master Circle seem to be the most profitable and, and the ones that are thriving out there and enjoying their practice and in doing that so we you started a group coaching program so tell us a little bit about how someone can get involved with that or how they contact you maybe they want to be part of the master circle itself and we're big advocates of that as well so share a little bit there
1: well thank you for asking that you know patrick I was blessed that you um, invited me last year to speak at your summit and one of the things you said in your marketing and one of the things you said when you introduced me is that based on your research eight out of every ten brain tap practitioners who are doing awesome crushing it making great results are all being coached by the master circle which is a beautiful compliment and a great distinction. our program works great it's been proven we know it works we've had literally many 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 brain tap practitioners chiropractors non-chiropractors in our group coaching program our group coaching program is based on 12 fundamental modules there are 12 topics that my partner Dr. Kerman and myself spent a year putting together that we've distilled after all these years are the 12 fundamental things that every practitioner must be aware of, must be better at, and must be consistently implementing. And when they do, practices always, always grow. Um, Each of those 12 modules are taught in a sequence and each of those 12 modules are taught four weeks in a row. The first week is an introduction to that module. The second week, we go much deeper. The third week, we go really, really deep. The fourth week is a review, questions and answers, and implementation strategies. And then we're on to the next module. Of course, all the modules interconnect. So it's a 48 week training program, a group coaching program over a 52 week year. It's all done on Zoom, how you and I are recording this. We record everyone, we archive everyone, so that doctors want to go back and show their staff, they can. If doctors want to go back and take notes, they can. If doctors miss a class and want to go back and catch up, they can. Um, It's all archived and recorded. Um, We offer them three, over the course of the year, three one-on-one coaching calls with me, so that I can help get to know them better, help modify what they're focusing on, so that they, I can ensure their growth and their progress. Uh, we give them access to what we call TMC TV, where for since 2007, we've recorded, video recorded, every one of our seminars, had them professionally edited. We have almost 550 hours of recorded material, um, over 130 different presenters, including you, and um, they have unlimited access to that 24-7, 365. Uh, we do a statistical analysis of their practice every single month over the course of the year. It's just, we've tested it, we've worked it, we know it's proven, it's been an absolute home run. Uh, right now, I've got a group of brain tap doctors that all signed up when I was at your summit. They're all just crushing it and thriving and having a great time. The feedback has been immense, the testimonials are unsolicited but awesome. And uh, for anybody interested, just contact me, bob at themasterscircle.net, bob at themasterscircle.net, or call our office at 800-451-4514 and ask to schedule a conversation with me. I am more than happy to speak to anyone, communicate with anyone. If you're interested in the program or interested in any way that I could possibly help you with or without the program, let me know, I'd be happy to
0: do that. That's great, and for those out there, you know that uh, Master's Circle comes with our highest recommendations. Just as Bob was saying, we like to, we love it because you, you speak with them every week, you talk about their business and practice. It's not just about brain tap, but it, they can use these principles in all areas of their practice. I mean, some of them are universal principles for success and you're, you've, you've done it, you've coached thousands of people over the years, so I'm gonna encourage everyone, if you haven't done it, reach out, take advantage of what Dr. Bob is offering here, reach out to him, schedule a time to talk about your practice, see if you're a good fit for the Master Circle, whether it be their main program, which you talk with them every week, or the group coaching program, which we highly recommend is at least a, a way to get started at first. And then most of you out there should remember that we sent you a book when you bought your license from BrainTap, that your flourishing practice book. And I wrote that with Dr. Bob, where we have case studies in there, uh, that we probably should look at updating that book with some HRV now because we wrote that book before we had the HRV to incorporate into it. Uh, and I know that the second book that we wrote together, the one that the doctors can use to give out to their patients, uh, your your flourishing brain, uh, that book uh, we actually have the HRV in there because we did some studies and we talked about it. So there's a couple of books out there. Most of you should have access to them. If not, you can get them on Amazon.com. Uh, but uh, your Flourishing Practice should be one that uh, you have right now. If you don't have a copy of that book and you wanna read more about Dr. Bob, you can go to yourflourishingpractice.com and you should be able to purchase the book there as well. So we'll get you set up, get you trained. So in parting here, this has been a very informative call and hopefully those of you on the fence about HRV will now research a little bit deeper, give us a call at BrainTap, we'll get you the research packet, give Dr. Bob a call. Of course, if you wanna talk to somebody at BrainTap, then we're always available to to talk to you about it as well. Uh, But any parting uh, information before we say goodbye here today, Bob?
1: No, uh, listen, my parting information is it's always a pleasure to speak with you and to influence how other practitioners think and behave it's always a joy to help people make those adaptations um, in practice you know practice has been reinvented the world is different and uh, we have to adapt and most people have failed to adapt and not because they've done anything wrong it's just that they haven't done everything right Um, i think it's essential to have hrv in your practice i think it's essential to have brain tap in your practice and quite frankly I think it's essential to have an expert guide you through the process.
0: Take me. Right. And just for those that don't know this, uh, I actually get coached by Dr. Bob every week. So if you're wondering who coaches me, that's, uh, you know, there's a few people coaching me, but <clears throat> Dr. Bob and I get together every week, brainstorm how we can move the needle in this business uh, so we can help you help more people. That's our goal. Of course, at BrainTap, we want to affect a billion brains. and I know Dr. Bob's involved with that, too. We want to, we want to help people get back the life that they, they've denied themselves in the pursuit of their happiness they've left behind the happy part of it. So let's get everybody on board doing it. Again, thanks, Dr. Bob, for being on the call, and thank Master Circle for being there, supporting us, and working with us to change the world. And uh, please stay tuned to next week's podcast at BrainTap Business Journal Podcast. Tune in to all the others save like share with friends if you have friends out there in the chiropractic world other doctors which you should all have two or three or hopefully more please share this podcast with them we need to get everyone to know that we can take this invisible thing that's happening to people in, in magic that's happening in practices all over the world and show them actually what's happening so it's a big step a big evolution so again thank you dr bob and we look forward to having you all listen next week thank you